The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. You are listening to Rewritten with Cynthia Ocelli. Our topic today, feeling into the new year using your feminine energy. Hi friends, I'm so glad you are here and we have the opportunity to really prepare for the next year and use all of our abilities, our intellect, our intelligence, our emotions, and our intuitive feminine energy to help us identify and then feel into the next best year of our lives. I'm going to share a throwback show with you, or at least part of one. In this show, a few years ago, I was about to go into my process of setting intentions and creating a plan for the new year. And I had really evolved and done a lot of work in the feminine and in harmonizing that energy and allowing it to shortcut me to better solutions and outcomes. So to give you a preface of what this clip is about, I was sharing with my audience that I had left uh, the public world and stopped podcasting. I withdrew from coaching. I stopped doing talks and seminars because I was recovering from the death of my mother. And when you do this kind of work, for me at least, I really have to be in integrity with the emotions that I'm working with. And when I'm not feeling full and whole, I don't put myself out there because I feel way too much responsibility to give my best to people who listen and look at their lives through the lenses I share. So this is when I decided to come back. And instead of putting down the master plan full of statistics and numbers and hiring the marketers and aligning myself with things that were intelligent or uh, positive from a marketing perspective, but that maybe didn't resonate with my heart or caused me to take steps in directions that I really didn't want to take. I wanted to do it differently. I wanted to use my inner ability to flow using my energy centers and feminine creation. And this clip is me talking about how I approached feeling into the next year of my life and feeling into the opportunities that I wanted and that I needed to reestablish myself publicly. So this was about two years ago. And I walk you through my process. And I wanted you to listen to this clip before we move into releasing all of this year and catching the vision for our best year yet. This is the primer. 
that will make the process so much easier and help you really navigate and know when you're on path, your path, not someone else's. And when you are in alignment with what you are deeply seeking now, not what's shiny, not what everybody else might be seeking, not what someone told you you should be doing, but where you really feel expansion and connection and purpose. So please listen to this segment and then I'll see you in the next show and we will continue feeling into the next best year of your life. Instead of writing out the the plan with just an intention, I'm going to feel it instead because I know that when I fully step into a fully embodied emotional feeling, the universe rearranges itself and corresponds with that feeling. And this shouldn't be hard to believe. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I, just don't, I don't get that. Or well, how does that work? The easiest way for me to show you is that if you were to step into the feeling of outrage and anger and, and just, just full tilt, irate energy, the universe would match that energy and give it right back. And you know that, right? Angry people find angry people and they find more things to be angry at and more anger comes to them and mad gets madder. And that happens. And that's why there's anger management because it is a snowball effect. But it's not just limited to the negative emotions. A a person having a pity party, a person stuck in victimhood can find 5 million support groups to support them in perpetuating the victimhood. And this is not a, a... commentary on support groups because there are some amazing support groups that that really don't have anything to do with victimhood. AA is phenomenal. Um, and all of the the ones that follow that 12-step structure are incredible. So I want to make that clear. But there are other support groups where people get together and all they do is talk about the negative and all they do is perpetuate the negative. And there's some great research out that says that when we sit and repeat our negative stories, we are developing the neural pathways of reinforcing the negativity and the energy of negativity and that storyline in our mind. So it's healthy, yeah, to go into your therapist and throw it up so you can put it out in front of you, rearrange it, process it, and turn it, transmute it into something good. Not so healthy to sit and repeat all of the bad things that have happened or are happening because they change you. When you hold the space of any energy, when you feel into any energy, you start to change not only yourself, but the energy that comes to you. So I was feeling into organic, more public presence, sharing my message, doing it in a way that feels good. And I was going away from that high analytical hyper-specific how-to plan. And that felt right for me. I was also very detached from the outcome, very feeling very privileged to have the opportunity to do this and feeling very open to whatever came. So I want you to think about those things. And as I'm telling you this story, yeah, I'm giving you a story about me, but I'm hoping that as we go along, you'll see yourself and you'll envision yourself and you'll get the little details, like the little message here about detachment and a sense of gratitude for being able to feel into this and for being here with that mindset. 
these are all things that this is a teaching story because I want you to have this as you prepare for the next year or the next chapter in your life. And instead of rushing out to make intentions and resolutions that over 90% fail within two weeks, your feeling tone and this time where you cultivate that centered sense of what's really meaningful to you and what you really want to create. And you're not even focused on the house. You're just deeply immersed in the what, saturating yourself in the what. This is where you're going to get into the magic of creation and sow the seeds that will grow and blossom if they're in your soul's path. And they're very likely in your soul's path because you're approaching it from your soul, from that soul level. So I was very, very in my heart center, in the lower chakras, the lower energy centers, which your root grounds you to the earth, and your second chakra, your third chakra, those two, so, so, so important. The, the second chakra is all about creativity, all about what you imagine, what you bring, what you produce, all about pleasure, all about real self-care. The second chakra is beautiful and often so overlooked because it is um, reproduction, it's sexual gratification, but it's so much more. It's imagination, it's pleasure, it's accepting gifts and goodness, and it's allowing yourself to be fertile. And this is not about, I have to do a side note here, I get this question sometime. It's not about whether you are biologically a woman. It's not about whether you have a uterus. It's not about whether you are in childbearing years or not. It's not about whether you are uh, mechanically or reproductively fertile or not. This energy center is there and it's independent of that. So I don't want anybody to get turned off or feel like you have less of an opportunity to delve deep into the waters of creation, the inner waters of creation that are within you right now. Above your second chakra is your solar plexus, and that is your power source. That is the place where self-worth, self-belief, confidence, the, the sense that I am worthy, the knowledge that I can, and the power to show up in the world and live the life that you say you want to live. That's where that is centered at. And these two chakras are so vital in supporting you to create the life that you really, really desire on a soul level. Above that is the fourth chakra, your heart center. And the heart center is the wise spot in the body. And we as a culture are so disconnected from our heart center. We are so focused on our intellect and our mindset and how we think. And we, we detach from the heart or so at least suppress its always ever-flowing wisdom because we're busy analyzing and thinking about what it is that we're supposed to do and what would be the best outcome and what we want most. And a big change for me last year all the way through to now, and I'm, I'm getting even better at this now because I'm starting to use gadgets, biofeedback gadgets to detect when I am in resonance with my heart. Um, there's an, a company, HeartMath Institute, and they have a sensor that monitors your heart rate variability and your sense of heart resonance, whether your heart is entrained, meaning that you are being centered on your heart and your heart is in resonance, coherence. When your heart is in coherence, your whole body 
gets this heart-centered energy radiating through it in a way that is calming and soothing and activating the parasympathetic system and letting you know that right now you are in a heart-led, heart-based space. And as I have monitored this, I've been really able to see, especially when I started, just how much of the time I could spend, even in meditation, totally in my head. I could be thinking I'm meditating, thinking about everything that I wanted to send positive energy to, and my heart would be out of coherence, um, not in, in that sense of entrainment. And it has really changed my business and changed my work. Like even before I did this show, I will sit down and make sure that I am in coherence in my heart so that I'm taking my cues from my heart center, not from my brain. The brain should be in service to the heart. And I've learned some really interesting things. Your heart has a wisdom to it, has its own answers, has its own knowing. And the heart sends more communication and information to the brain than the brain sends to the heart. And the heart knows things before the brain registers them. The heart will register a change in the atmosphere and something new in the environment before the, the mind will. Your heart is really the wise center. It's really the, the hub of all of the creation that is going to bring you true fulfillment and joy. And I'll do another show on this and go deeply into all the aspects of, of heart resonance. But there are some interesting things that when you feel into the goal, when you feel into what you want to manifest in the world, and that goal is at a time that you're focused on your heart center, and then you call that your intention, and then you call the masculine ideas of planning and how-tos into service, in service of that inner heart-based idea, that's where you're going to have real satisfaction. And it's interesting as I've done this work, for me, heart-based and feminine have become synonymous. When you're coming from that heart-centered energy, you are using the energy of the feminine to conceive the creation, the idea, the goal that you then call the masculine in to how to it and manifest it. So back to last year, I was working in those energy centers. I would get grounded and rooted to the earth and open up to divine ideas and then turn all of my attention to my heart center, being supported by the infinite imagination and energy of the sacral chakra and the knowing that yes is the answer and yes it is possible for me, just as it is for you, by tapping that energy of your third chakra. Then I would feel, feel, feel into my heart center what I really wanted to do and how I wanted it to be. And I got a really clear picture. Over time, I want to be like, oh, you sat down and I got the picture and I ran off with it. Over time, it was probably two or three weeks, end of November through December, really clear picture of Yes, there is a way to evolve and to grow in having a public presence and being more public in my work without doing all of those things that felt uh, in conflict. 
So I ended the year knowing that my intention was to, in the most heart-centered way, develop my platform and get back into the more public presentations of my work. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. I had, after that, one of my long-term coaching clients, an amazing, amazing, amazing girl, say to me, oh, I heard of this conference and put on by Celebrate Your Life events, the Celebrate Your Life International Women's Conference. You should go. You should be there. You'd be perfect for this place. And every time I, I hear anything from them, I always feel like you're missing. And I was very, I'm very connected. When I get into a long-term deep relationship with my clients, we develop sort of an energetic bond. And I really know that what they offer me comes in that, that heart centered energy. And that's the same way I work with them. So I said, you know, I'm going to try that. And I went to this conference, no expectations. I knew I would learn and grow at a minimum. This single conference opened doors in so many directions at once that all led to the material manifestation of the feeling goal that I had been incubating in my center. I went into the conference and sponsoring that conference was my old producer from Hay House Radio. She was now the producer of Unity Online Radio. And I connected with her and she immediately gave me an opportunity to have a show on the station. I did not plan that. I did not think of that. I didn't look for that. I didn't know she would be there. I didn't agenda for it. I didn't strategize for it. I didn't network for it. While I was there, I met several people who I immediately knew, oh, I am going to know these people in deep ways and always, always in time. And it turned out that these are like, I have relationships that feel like I have had them for centuries, not months. And it's seamless and beautiful. And that alone was worth it for me. I met a series, a bunch of different people that became guests on my radio show, experts and presenters there. And then while I was there, there was a, an opportunity to do a speaker's program. And some people from that speaker's program would be selected at the end if they entered this competition. Uh, they would be selected to be on the 2020 international summit, that online summit that Celebrate Your Life was hosting. And this is a pretty big deal. This is going out worldwide and their reach is enormous. All of the the people uh, participating in it have big reaches and Celebrate Your Life has a big reach. And so that was like, wow. And I went to the program and I even got in my own way. I went to the program and I thought about it for a while and I thought, I don't know, I don't want to do this. This might be 
uh, difficult. This might be, this might not be the right time. I don't know if I, I'm feeling it yet. I'm, and I was sort of talking myself out of uh, entering, um, instead of submitting a video to enter. And I got a couple of calls from other people in the class who were deciding not to enter themselves. And I was coaching them. I caught myself coaching them like, no, no, no. This is how opportunities come to you. And this is how they develop. And it doesn't matter what happens. You will get yourself out there and you'll be in integrity with your message. So whatever you don't want to do, don't do that, but put the truth out there. And I was explaining all of the reasons why I felt it was imperative that they should enter. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there thinking I'm not going to enter. I saw that thankfully. And with 20 minutes to spare at the deadline date, I shot a quick video and filled out the application and sent it in and won a spot in their summit. All of this happened from that incubating time where I was feeling into what I wanted to create. I was feeling into wanting more of a public role without doing things I didn't want to do. And so I wanted it to happen in a way that felt good and that didn't feel um, overly strategized and manipulated. That's exactly how it happened. And I was just willing, showing up with my heart-centered goal as my driver and my willingness to explore and my discipline to push myself where I needed to be pushed and the outcome. And so as I look back on that, I can very clearly see how that one centered intention, heart-based intention, sowed the seeds of all of those things that were to come. And here I'm, I'm sitting and I just completed the interview that'll air in 2020 and I'll share more with you. I am doing something really special for that interview. Um, it's pretty exciting. So I'm excited for just to tell you that something good is coming. And from that, I have more requests for radio interviews, podcast interviews, articles, teachings, retreats. Um, it has just opened everything up in a very unplanned, unintentional, effortless way that is a match to the energy that I spent so much time cultivating this time last year. So to bring that full circle, I want to ask you to spend some time turning off your mind and directing all of your energy to the area around your heart, the area in front of your heart, on both sides of your heart, and the back of your heart. Take 15 minutes and breathe long, slow, even nose breaths into that area. Put all of your attention there. When you catch yourself thinking about what it's going to do for you, whether you're doing it right, return your attention to your heart center. Put all of your attention around your heart. Put all of your attention around your breath. When I do this and I'm hooked up to a monitor, I immediately go from incoherent heart resonance to coherent resonance. 
I immediately entrain to the energy of my heart, which is the strongest energy in the body. That's an opportunity to bathe all of your cells in the healing, happy, whole energy of the heart. And the moment I start thinking about what it's doing and whether I'm doing it right, it goes down. And if I keep thinking, even if I'm thinking happy, happy, positive thoughts, even if I'm thinking the most beautiful thoughts that a person could think, it will go down if my attention is not centered on my heart. A side note, that's absolutely uh, amazing and a big endorsement for forgiveness. When I am breathing into my heart center and thinking of sending love out to the world, it goes up. And as I'm radiating that love outward, it goes up again. It goes from like two is where you enter coherence. And then it'll go to like four when I'm thinking of love. And it'll go up to five and six. And then I put someone who has betrayed me or hurt me, someone I have drawn a firm boundary to put them outside of my circle on. And I will put them in the middle of that love and it skyrockets, go up to seven, eight more. Because the heart purifies and the heart forgives and cleanses. And it doesn't mean that I have to go out and change anything in the world. It just means that the muck and grime of negativity, of pain, of resentment, of anger, of hurt and sadness is being washed away. And the heart thrives on forgiveness. So I thought that was especially magical. I've tested it countless times (laughs) and I feel so much better after. And it has definitely changed my work. Um, I have a barometer for everything that I'm putting out for everything that I'm sharing. And it comes from that sense of pure love-based, heart-centered, feminine, essential energy. You can do this too. There is no amount of extra special preparation or training or things that you have to do. It's really as simple as doing that heart-based breathing. 15 minutes twice a day is ideal. And you will begin to wear the pathway of information that goes from your heart to your mind, also known as intuition. Wear it. Um, I want to be like the worn path. I want to convey to you. I imagine that the way that appears in my mind whenever I think of this is that the connection is absolutely there. It's just that we haven't traveled it often. And the more you travel it, the more worn the path gets, the more trodden it gets, the easier information flows through it, and the more we recognize that information as it comes. So I would love for you to do that. And shoot me an email, Cynthia at CynthiaOcelli.com and share with me how it's going for you. If you want more feedback, uh, you can go to HeartMath. You have to Google them. I think it's HeartMath.org. And they have an, uh, corded, they have an app and then a corded sensor or a Bluetooth sensor. I always do corded because I don't like 
radiation as <laughs> Bluetooth radiation. I try to minimize as much as I can. Um, and you can see yourself do this real time, see how your heart responds. And there is great power in being in resonance with your heart. It gives you the goals, the intentions, the ideas that will actually bring you fulfillment. And it puts you back into the real creative power of your feminine and allows you to choose the goals that will bring you fulfillment in a joyful, harmonious way instead of choose the goals that, you know, looked good because so-and-so of this show, family, group, you know, click, did it and looked so happy. Um, This is your path. And the answers are within you. Your purpose is within you. The perfect outcome and the manifestation of your greatest expression, all of the those ideas, the keys, the ingredients, the energy, everything you need for that is already in, inside you. And this is a mechanism for unbinding it and allowing it to be free in you so that you live a life worthy of your magnificence, of your beauty, and in line with the reason that you were dreamed into being. Thank you for listening to that clip. I hope it gave you some real examples of how to work with your own energy centers, how to recognize what you really want to see and feel and experience in your life, and how to step into those feelings and live from those values and those core senses so that you naturally attract like and more. You are guided and you have a filtering system to know, yes, this resonates. Yes, this works for me. Yes. And when you're having opportunities and pressures from outside forces saying, oh no, you should be doing this and you should be doing that. You have a barometer to check your intention and your feeling tone and whether things are in alignment and resonance for you. We'll continue as we move forward with The New Year shows, and I want to remind you that the New Year shows do not have to be done by January 1 or at any specific date. My target, my range is always to really start this process and be careful and sensitive about it because I'm trying to build a new life. I'm not just trying to grasp some resolutions and a bottle of champagne while I run into the New Year and then drop it a week later. I want to better myself. I want this year to be my best year so far. I want that for you. I want to build my best life in this next year. And then I want to use it as the platform to build a better year after that. So we take the time from the new year all the way to the lunar new year, which gives us around a month usually to feel into the next chapter, to pan through the passing year, get all the gold out of it, release what is no longer useful, what is superfluous, what will hold us back, and take our essential lessons and wisdom into the new year. And then with those two things done, we create the vision for the next best year of our life. I'm excited you're doing this with me, and I look forward to talking with you in our next show where we will be 
panning for gold in the departing year. Have a beautiful week. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.